together growing in faith, changing communities. My dear brothers and sisters, today I would like us to reflect on the Gospel of Matthew chapter 13 from verse 54 to verse 58. At that time, coming to his own country, Jesus taught them in their synagogue so that they were astonished and said, Where did this man get this wisdom and these mighty works? Is not this the carpenter's son? Is not his mother called Mary? And are not his brethren James and Joseph, Simon and Judas? And are not all his sisters with us? Where then did this man get all this? And they took offense at him. But Jesus said to them, A prophet is not without honor, except in his own country and in his own house. And he did not do many mighty works there because of their unbelief. What a sad story. Well, it is sad in many ways and, and quite interesting in many other ways too. Jesus goes back home. He goes home and probably to visit mom and dad and to visit his siblings, his cousins. And he goes to the synagogue, a place where he grew up going to, to the people that knew him as a young boy. And now he goes back to a comfort zone, a safely place, a place we call home. Some people have argued that home is not a place But home can also be a person. It is a place or a person, physical or spiritual, where you feel safe. You feel loved and accepted. And you feel cherished and celebrated. Do you have that place? Do you have a place that you can call home? Do you have a place where you can be Yourself, without any fear of judgment. The second aspect is that he goes to a place of prayer and he stands up and he reads and he starts to preach. Now, people are questioning not his teachings, but the wonders and the miracles. Where does this man get all this wisdom? The question is not about whether it is good or bad. It's not about it is wisdom or he's just talking nonsense. No. They know that what he teaches and what he says is of great importance, but they worried about why him? There are people in life who have a problem. Why are you good? Why are things going well in your life? Why are you successful? Why are your children successful? Why you seem to be above waters? Why are you not drowning? Why are you not complaining? 
Why do you have everything in control? The funny part, the irony of this is that they don't know the whole truth. They don't know how many times you've tried. People are very good at saying, wow, you have an easy life. You've done that so beautifully. It's like a walk in the park. People do not know how many times you failed. People do not know how many times you were rejected. People do not know how many times you needed to get yourself out of bed in order to do something. They don't know how many times you were derailed and needed to come back and find focus. And quite frankly, if we were to live even a day of your life, quite a number of us would fail. We will not know what to do. And so, while people criticize you, while people fight against you, they don't know what they're fighting against. It's like someone who's killing someone because they want to live their life. And once they are given their life, they realize it was not worth killing for. Because it's hot in here. And I cannot handle the pressure. And so they hate Jesus because of the power that God has given him. The other question, why do you waste so much time listening to what people think of you if you can't even go to them and ask for an advice? There are certain people who always have an opinion. But they will never do anything to help you achieve your goal. But they will criticize anything and everything that you do. But given a chance, will they do it? No. Given a chance, will they work with you? No. Then why do you waste your time? I argue and I say the mind is the most powerful master and a very dangerous servant. A mind can control, a mind can liberate, but a mind can also destroy. And so stop filling your mind with negative things. Stop filling your mind with negative thoughts. There are certain things in life that I cannot do. You cannot do. Why bother then? Why waste our time? Why fill our minds about the things that we cannot do? Let's focus on that which builds us. Let's focus on that which works. And let's give the best of that aspect of our lives. Jesus goes into a synagogue. They take offense at the good he's doing. In society, in community, you are doing something good. But there will be people who fight against that. A church, 
There will be people who fight against that. In our own families and homes, there will be people who fight against that. But continue to do it. Do not stop because of the haters. Do not stop because not everybody believes in your dream. So long as it's not harming anybody and it's doing good and it's for the greater glory of God, do it. My dear brothers and sisters, are you aware that you can make a good, even a great decision and still feel bad having made a great decision? And that's okay. The decision was good and do it. The other aspect that I also see in this text, that they know him, they know his family. It's like they're saying, but your mother is Mary, your father is Joseph, you are a carpenter. It's like they're saying to us, there are people that we say, under this category, you can never rise above it. A carpenter's son can never be this powerful. A son of Mary can never be this powerful. Who are you to tell me that I can never be powerful? Who am I to define what a powerful person should be? Why should I let our past stop our future? Why should I let our fears stop what we are capable of achieving? Refuse to be a slave of the past. Refuse to be a slave of your thoughts. Refuse to be a slave of negative people. You and I can make it. And you and I can be the best. The last point that touches me, he couldn't do much greater works because of their unbelief, because of their lack of faith. And this hits me. Could it be possible that God cannot do much because of the lack of our faith? That he wants to do something. He's willing to cooperate. But we can't meet him halfway for the lack of our faith. May the Virgin Mother of God continue to be with us, to protect, to bless, and to guide us. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hail, Holy Queen, Mother of Mercy. Hail our life, our sweetness, and our hope. Today do we cry, poor banished children of Eve. Today do we send up our signs, mourning and weeping in this valley of tears. Turn then, O most gracious advocate, thine eyes of mercy towards us. And after this, our exile, show unto us the blessed fruit of thy womb, Jesus. O clement, O loving, O sweet Virgin Mary. May Almighty God bless and protect us, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.